This is Brain Diet, episode number 116. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. You know, my husband was listening to an episode of mine recently, and he called me from across the house. He was like, Tay, I thought something was wrong. I'm like, what? And he goes, your intro, when you say so much or whatever, it sounds like when Michael Scott in the office says, I hate so much about the things you choose to be when he's talking to Toby. And I couldn't stop laughing. I think deep in my soul that while it wasn't conscious to maybe have similarities to Michael Scott in the intro to my podcast, it it could have been intentional on some level. Not that it, it was, but maybe subconsciously. I was like, I need, I need to incorporate more Michael Scott into my life and into my podcast. And it made me laugh that I hadn't heard that, but he caught it and mentioned that to me. So if you listen to the intro and you hear whatever it is that I say in the beginning, listen if it sounds like Michael Scott. And if it does, give yourself a little high five for me for noticing and for knowing the office. <laughs> I think that Ben and I, I don't think we've gone a day in our marriage in the seven years we've been married without quoting the office. It is a foundational pillar to our life. So it makes sense that it would be a foundational pillar to my business as well, I guess, subconsciously, apparently. I wanted to take a second and invite you, if you haven't already, to sign up for the free 30 days to jumpstart your summer nutrition. This this episode is going to go live on Friday, May 20th. And this free program starts on May 22nd. And you can't join late. It's just something that begins that day and will go for 30 days. Uh, and obviously it's free. And all it is is you just give me your name, your email, you sign up for it, and you will be added to the queue for this program. I am really proud of it. It's got so much information about nutrition and mindset and emotional health that I really wish I could have had. And I'm so grateful that I have now, but it's it's very streamlined and it's all encompassing, right? I, I cover so many different areas of nutrition that I think are important. And especially like right now in the world, there is so much like quick fix. What is the secret thing to do to lose weight or to get stronger or to build your glutes or whatever? And this certainly isn't what that is. Uh, I have just consolidated so much valuable nutrition information that when applied can help you prime your body for better health, for weight loss, for whatever your physical goals are. There are so many pieces that have to be in place to give your body every advantage to achieve the goal. And that's what this is. It's 30 days of daily emails with just tons of information, but it's it's really brief. It's not going to be dense to read every day. Uh, I really love it. And it's the only time I'm going to do it. And so if you are interested in signing up for that, I will put the link in the show notes. You can also go to taylorannmacy.com slash 30 day jumpstart, 30 
30-day jumpstart. And like I said, I just want to emphasize that this is free. This is something that I'm just putting out there for anyone that wants it. So if that sounds interesting to you, then please sign up. I would love to see you in there and to hear your feedback and hear your thoughts on all of this. I think it's going to be really awesome. So sign up for that. What we are talking about today is your health toolkit. I'm going to be sharing with you the three steps to build your health toolkit. And then I'm also going to be addressing two pitfalls that come as we build our health toolkit. Here is how I think about this. Every household has some type of toolkit. And each toolkit is going to look slightly different or vastly different. The toolkit that we have here in my home looks different from the toolkit that my dad has in the home that I grew up in. It's very different from the tools that my in-laws use in their house, right? The tools that we accumulate, and I'm talking about literal like hammer screwdrivers, screwdrivers, (laughs) they differ. Each household is going to have a different set of tools for both the style of the people using them and the need. Whatever it is that someone is doing, whatever project they're doing, they're going to require different tools. Now, there may be a lot of overlap, right? I think that you could generally say that like screwdrivers and hammers are pretty typical in most toolkits, but that's not 100% true. Some people have different types of tools and they don't really want a screwdriver or a hammer. No toolkit is going to be exactly the same. If household tasks are important to you, if it's important that you have what you need for certain tasks or projects or just in case, then that kit will continually grow and change based on your needs. You might have a basic like all-encompassing toolkit. I, I know sometimes like they'll give those as wedding gifts that just have like the general tools that people use in the house, right? But it can change. Some things might get old and you might have to get a new one or some things might break or you might have to buy something different because you're doing a project you didn't anticipate. There's there's going to be change if working on your house or or keeping things put together in your house, if that's something that's important to you, then the toolkit will grow and change. Your personal health toolkit functions much the same. If health is something that's important to you, then you will seek to establish a toolkit for it and to grow it based on your needs. Now, I want to emphasize here that, like I mentioned, having a toolkit in your house is only if that's something that's important to you. It's not because everyone needs to have a toolkit. It's totally based on you and your life. And so the same goes for your health. If if it's something important to you, then you will seek to establish this toolkit and to grow your toolkit. And it will be very unique and individual based on you. So let's outline three steps to building your health toolkit. And I'll explain a little bit more why this is important. But the first step to building it is to seek out information. This does not mean waiting to be told what to do. And this does not mean hoping that you will find something that is useful. That means seeking out things that you want to add. Think about little kids when they create collections, 
My kids are super into that right now. They go outside and will create a rock collection or a bug collection or a grass collection, like a flower collection. They seek out what they want to add to their personal collection. They ditch what they don't want. So my daughter will go out and want to create a pile of rocks, but she'll sift through some rocks and choose some and then not choose others because it's just based on her preference and what's quote unquote important to her. Her collection of rocks is very unique to her because it's based on her own preferences and how she likes things. This is the same when you approach your health. When you are working to prioritize your health and to make it a staple focus in your life, you have to be the one to seek out information and find the information that you want to add. Find the information that appeals to you. Step number two to build your health toolkit is to continually build upon step number one. So once you find sources of information that resonate with you regarding health, regarding weight, regarding exercise, you start to build upon it. And all of these sources, this is what's so great, is we're the ones that get to choose what we like and what we don't like. It's about establishing your own unique style. So don't be afraid to ditch what doesn't resonate with you. There are a lot of sources on the internet, on social media, that are quote-unquote health sources or nutrition or exercise sources. And there can be like some shaming involved, right? Where you feel like if you behave a certain way that you... Feel, you will feel shame for doing so because whether it's subliminal or subconscious that you think it's wrong to behave that way. And those sources you don't have to listen to. You don't even have to believe them, listen to them, think that they're true. Like you can just ditch sources of information if you want to. The important piece to continually building upon step number one, this is step number two, what I think is really important as we work to better our health is to find multiple sources on any given topic. Don't assume that just because someone says something, and even if it's someone that you respect, don't assume that just because that one person says it, that it is completely correct, or that it is faultless, or that it is quote unquote right. It can be, and you can take pieces if you want it to be right. But I think that this is where building the toolkit comes into play the very most is when you have a specific question about something and you are able to reference multiple different sources of something in order to extrapolate what it is that you want to create for yourself. If you had 10 different sources relating to like exercise, for example, and you got to pick a piece from every source from each of the 10 sources And then you were the one that kind of got to create the canvas of what you wanted that to look like, how you wanted to apply those things. Life is meant to be enjoyed to a degree. And if we are abiding by certain principles from certain sources that don't make us feel good, I don't think there's an upside to doing this. But this is why it can be valuable to maybe find one source that you like and then find another source on it to either supplement it or add a little bit of color to it. It's important to find multiple sources so that you can have a diverse toolkit that allows you to be a little bit more flexible when you're assessing yourself and your own health. For me, I learned from so many different life coaches, those that have certified from the same institution that I did and others that didn't. 
And I learned so much from a variety of different nutrition coaches. This is one thing that I love when it comes to nutrition is there are so many people out there that put so much goodness in the world and they all do it a little bit differently. And so for me to be able to establish my own coaching style and how I apply and teach certain nutrition principles, I can take certain ways that other coaches will teach it and present it and present it in my own way. And I can gather enough sources to where I feel comfortable speaking on something because I feel as if I've covered my bases. The same goes for like teachers and programs. I am such a proponent of gathering as much information as possible and being very proactive about it. Like I mentioned, if you just hope that you will find more information on how to be healthy, you will probably be presented with like a quick fix or something that maybe isn't as healthy or strategic as you want it to be. There are things in my personal health and in that of my clients that I used to really abide by that I just don't anymore. I think with everything I've learned, I realized that nothing is set in stone and everything has space to change and grow. And that makes it so much easier to become better because I'm not bound to a certain way. There is the science of weight loss, weight gain, weight maintenance, right? The science of calories, but then there's how you apply the science and there's how you think about the science. And there's so many different variations of the types of food you're eating and the way you're exercising. There's just enough variety where it's more fun to be able to build upon knowledge rather than just think that one way is the right way. So step number one is seek out information. Step number two is to continually build upon that information. The third step to building your personal health toolkit is to form your own opinions. And I think all of these steps build upon each other in a way, but the bottom line is that with everything you learn, you get to decide what you want to believe, always. There is nothing that is more correct than your own inner wisdom. You know better than anyone what is best for you, but we don't always access that part of us that part of us that is wise enough to say, I don't know if I trust that. I think I trust that, but it's always up to you. It's important to access this part of you to give yourself a chance to say, I respect all of these opinions. And what do I want to think? What do I want my toolkit to look like? I find that I still get this way as an adult in my own house (laughs) where I like, I can give away anything that I want. Even if, even if someone gave me a gift, I can give it away if I want to. And I think that this can be scary a little bit. Like in the context of my house, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm allowed to do this. I'm allowed to just like give away this shirt, even though someone gave it to me 12 years ago. That is a little bit of a scary prospect. But the truth is, as long as we're not accessing that, then we aren't fully empowered to make more grand decisions, the decisions that go beyond just whether or not to donate a shirt. So it can be a little bit scary to step into this empowered space as an adult. But once you do, it gives you so much power. So take whatever information you can find from respected sources and then decide, what do I think about this? You are the one that gets to decide. I want to address two pitfalls that can happen as you build your personal health toolkit is the first that can happen is feeling inadequate. 
the more information that you gather, the more you start to feel like, oh, I can't do that. Or that's, I, I don't, I don't know if I can apply that. I'm not good enough to do that. This happens to me a little bit and I have come up with a battle plan for when this happens to me that I think has been really helpful. But I see a lot of parenting reels and TikToks and things on Instagram and on TikTok. And for a while, I feel like I would see these tips and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I don't do that. I haven't done that with my kids. I'm doing a terrible job as a parent. Who do I think I am? I haven't even done anything close to that, whatever it is that they're offering, right? I'll be like, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. And I definitely don't do that. So this is where the inadequacy comes in for me in these moments when I see these parenting content, right? Whatever. So how I have managed this is instead of seeing something about parenting and going to this place of inadequacy and being like, oh my gosh, I am the worst. This material rather becomes one more tool that I can add to my toolkit right now. Just as a toolkit in a household grows and changes over time, so does parenting and learning and, and, and growing. And so when I see something that I'm like, oh, I think that's actually really valuable. I go to the space of, all right, there's one more thing I can add to my toolkit. There's one more trick or, or approach to parenting that I can add to my toolkit. And I can honestly say over the years, I mean, I've only been a parent for five years at this point, so much has changed. And so giving yourself permission to change, like I mentioned earlier in the three steps, allows you to grow and become better. But the second you bind yourself to a certain way and think that it's the only way, then that's when you prevent this growth. And so when you see something, if you want to go to something related to health or nutrition or exercise, if you want to go to the space of, I'm not good enough, I can't do that, then Instead, think of it as something you can add. Great, here's another tool I can add to my toolkit. The next pitfall in relation to a health toolkit, an individual health toolkit, is overwhelm. You might start to gather information about nutrition, about exercise, about anything in the health realm, and you might get overwhelmed. Here's how I like to think about this. I choose to believe at all times, I will always have what I need. If I forget something, that's okay, because in that moment, I will always have what I need. So if there is something relating to my health that I'm trying to apply, and maybe I've forgotten something, that's okay. Because what I do remember is what I need in that moment. So I want to offer that thought to you here today, that as you accumulate information, Give yourself permission to believe that no matter how much information you have or have not consumed, you will always have what you need. And then if you don't and you really do need it, guess what? You can easily find it because of step one and step two. It is okay to forget things. You might learn things and that's just kind of part of being human and having a brain. So accumulate that information and when you get into that space of overwhelm, just decide. I'm always going to have what I need in my brain to execute in the moment that I need to execute it. It, it can be so fun to accumulate more for your collection of whatever is important to you. If health is important to you, just like rocks are important to my three-year-old, it can be fun to learn more and to digest and consume more information because it is something that's important to you. And if you forget half of it, 
most of it, 90% of it, that's okay. Because you will always have what you need when it comes to your health. Before I sign off today, friends, I want to again just remind you to sign up for the 30-day jumpstart. Signups will close tomorrow night at midnight, May 21st at or May 22nd at midnight is when it closes. So sign up for that. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I appreciate you. I love you. And I will talk to you next week. Hey, do you have a coach guiding you through your weight journey? If not, I would be so thrilled to be yours. I want to invite you to come work with me in my private one-on-one program where I create an individualized plan for you based on your body in order to create the results that you want. I teach you how to not even want the foods that are sabotaging your physical goals, all while learning how to be more confident, how to feel better, and how to up-level your life. We work to create the body that you want and to feel good doing it. To sign up for a free mini session with me, check out the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon.